The sponsor for this week's Revolutionary Auto Sales podcast is J&G Auto Reconditioning. Jamie and his crew do such an amazing job that we have them stop by the car lot every week to do paint correction on the vehicles that we've gotten. You can find them by jumping on Instagram or YouTube, searching for J&G Auto, or throw that into Google, pull up his website. That's J&G Auto Reconditioning. Welcome back to another week in the Revolutionary Auto Sales Podcast. I'm Swanee. This is James. And I'm Clint. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving's over. It's Christmas it's season. It's over. How did yeah. it go for you guys? I don't even care anymore. I just want to go get to Christmas. <laughs> I want my presents. <laughs> so my, it's funny. So Johnny, one of our a salesman and manager that used to work with us. but uh, One of our friends. One of our friends who's... Anyways, we, that we worked with for like nine years. I actually recruited him from Olive Garden nine years ago. So we were servers at Olive Garden together, and I went and... Can I just make a note that the only person you didn't recruit was me, and then I turned out to be your business partner? All of, all of the other people you recruited, you know, went, went a different way. That's kind of crazy, huh? That is kind of crazy. Yeah. Anyway. So Sorry. you're at Olive Garden? Sorry to interrupt you. Okay. Is it busy? Could you imagine him yeah, as a busy. server? I, yeah. bet, I bet he made huge tips. He's just so he's just so full of love. Well, he just towers over everybody. <laughs> yeah, he's like, just like, here's your food. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so I recruited Johnny. So Johnny asked me yesterday. He's like, so how did how did the month end? Yeah, and I was like, oh, the month ended great. We finished really strong. And by strong, I went up to Washington for the week, and Clint stayed home and sold cars. So it yeah. went really well. Yeah, that's right. So you were out of town at your family's up in Washington. It's funny because like, I think the biggest thing about having our own little dealership is. Not only just the flexibility, but I don't feel like we missed car deals by being closed. So we closed Thursday, Thanksgiving, and Friday. And normally Friday, I wouldn't say it was a big day in the car industry, but you're definitely open and you definitely sell cars. Mm -hmm. I don't feel like we missed out on Well, honestly, two of the people that came in on Saturday and bought came in on Friday, looked at the vehicle, noticed we were closed, and then came back Saturday and bought them. And I think this kind of plays into what we've talked about before, though, like, if you're a new car dealer, it's a different. Game. Yeah, you're, you've got incentives, and you're like oh, and extra thousand yeah. dollars off today only and Black you've Friday got sale. That are coming in, and it's like I can get this exact car at three other dealers in the state, you know. Yeah. But it's like being used cars. It's like I have this. Yeah, they're just specific vehicles. Yeah. This miles at this price, you know, we yeah. might be the only one in the market. There might not be anything competitive, and if that's what they want, then. Right. They'll come in the next day to do but it. But I, I mean, I guess my point is even, and even if we did miss a deal, let's say someone came in and they would have bought that, but they went somewhere else and bought, like, which happens. I don't feel like that one or two car deals really makes You wouldn't up. trade your vacation oh, for no. a car deal. No. Oh, not a million years. Yeah. Not a million years. Well, I mean, and that's, that's the whole reason that we, we did this. I mean, granted, yeah. James takes far more advantage of it than I do, but still. That's true. The, that's the... That was the whole reason we did this. Um, and, and I was actually talking to my mom the other day, which I do every single day, twice a day, yeah. whatever. I know Podcast you guys make fun knows. of me. Yeah, I know. But, uh, but she said, um, I was telling her my schedule and that James is leaving again for Christmas. For, uh, are you going to Disneyland? No. Where are you going? We're I forget. Going, we're going to Phoenix oh, with all my entire family. That was way off. Okay, sounds good. I don't know him as well as I thought I did. But um, we we're kind of scheduling things out for Christmas and stuff. And I told her, I'm going to take these days off and then James is gone until the new year. And she's like, 
So I know, I know he took a pay cut, you know, being a GM and coming over there, but she's like, that's got to make up for, you know, that the, the decrease in pay. And I'm like, hundred percent, like there, there's no amount of money you can put on being home and spending time with your family and going on a vacation without worrying and knowing that your business partner is going to do well. And James does great when I'm gone. I do great when he's gone. When we're here together, we don't do as great. So separate, sometimes we do better. <laughs> there's there's think, a lot of truth. Yeah, anyway. you know, and I feel like, you know, I, I, I hate thinking, I, like, coming here was such a big deal and, like, it was so painful to get here, but you're right. There isn't an amount of money you can put on you know, having time with your, your family and stuff, you know, and anyway, so I, we've just loved it. We've, I think it's really worked out been good. well when it comes to mm-hmm. time. And so, mm-hmm. you know, we're, 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 we appreciate it. We like, love it. It's good great. Deal. So you were in Washington. I had two Thanksgivings. My family always eats like Sunday dinner or holiday dinner, like one or two in the afternoon, just a big feast and then snack on leftovers for the rest of the day. Yeah. yeah. So, but because of that, every year we're able to hit my family and then my wife, her family always eats, like six, like a normal American family. <laughs> and so we go back and I hit it Round twice, two. made myself sick. Oh, that's, yeah. the best. that's the best kind of well, thing. Well, I was telling Swanee too, though, that that's how our family was. We'd, we always mm. eat at two o'clock. Like we want to get that done. And oh, we did have an exciting thing to tell you about. So we've got the Thanksgiving dinner. Everything's done. I made it all because my wife was running a race and had the kitchen looking all great. Everything's made, turkey, ham, everything. Everybody comes over. We're getting ready to eat. The garbage disposal starts spitting water out the opposite way. So I'm sitting there messing with it. And then my son uh, goes downstairs and then comes back up and he says, Dad, the basement's flooding. Oh. So, the, so the drain in the basement was spitting up whatever all into the floor. And we're framing our basement. So Luckily, it's, it's cement floor. Though. Yeah, it's heading towards the wood. And so we get all the towels in the house and to go take yeah. care of it. And, Is it like uh, sewage or just like? Uh, it smelled bad, but it wasn't like... Yeah, it wasn't like nasty. Yeah, it was just yeah, it was just like stinky water. Yeah, so so we have to shut the water off. We eat, and then we have to take all of the dishes to my neighbor's house, clean them all, and bring them back. Oh my, that sounds horrible. Yeah, so it's Thanksgiving Day. I can't call a plumber, right? And if I did, it's like that'll be one thousand dollars, like just to show up. So I'm down there with like this handheld. What are those things called? Like the 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 metal thing that you put in snake? there. Snake? Yeah. And it's not, it's, it's not a snake. It's a piece of crap, whatever it is. It's just like fiberglass with a little hook on the end and I'm just jamming it in there. <laughs> so I end up having a thought and I grab this uh, plumbing PVC pipe and I wrap it really good. I stick it in the hole and it fits perfect. I stick the air compressor in it and turn it on, dislodge whatever it was, fixed it, done. Wow. Okay. You should training, get a so. Can I just say <laughs> like, I, I, I Anyone that knows me and Clint, I hate giving people compliments like Clint. Like he, he does not deserve compliments. Yeah, I don't yeah, know why I'm so fair. withholding. Yeah. But he will solve <laughs> the most random problems oh, oh. all all okay. the time. Audible. Audible in the podcast. Okay. Let's talk about the truck. Oh, 100 percent Oh okay. yeah. Okay. Yeah. It wasn't in the set list. I know. So a guy comes in, he's like, I want to buy this truck, blah, blah, blah. So we, he takes comes on a test drive, he comes back. So the cruise controls aren't working. And I'm like, okay, well, we'll fix it. He's like, oh, okay. Here, I'll put a deposit down. And then when it's done, I'll come back and bring a cashier's check for the difference. Just let me know when it's done. I want to get it here in the next day or two. I'm like, yeah, we should be able to get it done. So I immediately, from that moment, take it over to our, our mechanic. Now, this isn't a mechanic that he's like, a, he's a dealer mechanic. So it's not like customers go to him, you know, he doesn't have a shop. It's like he works in his backyard, in the back shop kind of thing. Anyways, 
He goes through everything. He scans it. He's like, every fuse is good. Every, every connection's good. It's, it's communicating. There's nothing broken. There's nothing wrong. I don't know what's wrong with it. And so I'm like, well, I'm coming to pick it up because I don't got time for you not to be able to fix it. So I go and I take it over to Big O Tires, who we do an exorbitant amount of work with. They're our number, our number one mechanic. We take it to them. Same thing. Oh my gosh, everything's wrong. We don't know what's wrong with it. And, and it's kind of a busy time for them because it's the winter. So they're basically mm-hmm. like, we don't have time to dick around with it and see what's going on. Right. So he said, and so I'm all, and, and the guy. And he like, says, take it to the dealer. He goes, take it to the dealer. And so I'm all getting all frustrated because I'm like, man, I got this guy that wants to buy this, but if I can't fix it, he has to leave town this weekend and he's not. Oh, this the dealer's going to be slow and expensive. And expensive and horrible. The dealer's the worst. And I'm all getting all pissed off. And, and Clint, like any good marriage, he can handle me pretty well when I get all frustrated and pissy. And he's like, just bring it here. I want to look at it. And I'm like, excuse me? You want to waste more time with you tinkering around trying to figure it out? He goes, just bring it here. So we get it back here. And I'm all, I'm all annoyed at Clint. I'm like, you're, you're dumb. Like, I'm mad at you. But he's out there for like an hour and a half. Who knows what he's doing? I don't even know where he is. <laughs> Sends me a video. He fixed it. Boom. Come pick up your check. Come pick up your check. I'm like, how'd you fix this? Like, well, they just YouTube didn't watch a couple videos. Oh, yeah. I watched, I watched like three videos, and all of them were kind of leading in the same direction. So I'm just like, well, instead of buying a new part or whatever, I'll just swap it off another truck that's the same year. We just happen to have a truck that was the same year. Swap it over, get it plugged in, take it down the street. Green light comes on, cruise wow. control comes on, done, solved. And it's just like, that's, that's you know, some of it's luck, but I grew, I grew up around people that were really gr- great that way. I had a, I had a friend, I mean, I had a friend Scott, that could solve anything. Clint does this all the and time. And so I watched, I watched him and, and worked with him a lot and fixing fixed our own trucks and, and restoring cars and all that stuff. And, and so I just like look at something and sometimes... I can solve it just by looking at it, you know, like but other times I'm like, my, our mechanics, uh-uh, I'm not touching that. Take it somewhere else, you know? So eh, it's a little, a little bit of luck, but some skill. That was cool. It was, yeah, it was yeah, impressive. I was glad to get that and done. it's like aces in your pockets. Have you guys let either of the mechanics know that Clint Jerry rigged it? You didn't even Jerry rig it. You fixed no, it. No, right? yeah, no, he yeah. switched the part out that was yeah. broken. But the point is that you diagnosed it when not. We haven't yet. Yeah. I, mean, I, yeah, I don't know why. I didn't really want to dig at him, but I, I was kind of like. Wait till um, the Christmas season and just let him have it. Yeah, I just didn't know why. I mean, if you, it's like a technical service bulletin. Those TSBs come out because multiple mechanics have run into a similar problem. Mm-hmm. And it's not a problem that the manufacturer is aware of. So all the mechanics run into it. And then you find the TSB and you're like, all right, we've had 20 people that have had the same problem. This was the fix. That's how they fix it. YouTube mechanics are the same way. If you look at multiple videos, then they're all saying the same thing. Replace the part. And, and, I, and may, maybe, uh, you know, our mechanics don't look at that stuff. I don't know. I just watched a YouTube video and fixed it. I'm just like, man, it took forever, though. Regardless, it was awesome. So, nice. anyway. All right, let's move on. To oh, wait, wait. Oh, Thanks for the compliment, okay. James. Appreciate you. Well, that's true. That should be recognized. Yeah. yeah. Well, now we have, we have documentation. Probably, probably won't get one for a while after one this, so I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> uh, let's move on to the good and bad texts. And as we were prepping these... Kind of I'm so excited. I'm so excited about this because when it happened, it was so funny. And I don't think we ever mentioned it. And so it's even funnier. So those of you that have listened, you well, remember start with the good text. Okay. Sorry. Clint, you're up with the good text. <clears throat> oh, the good text. Um, all right. So we have a, I have a guy reach out to me and he says, I would like to trade, trade my razor 800 or whatever for mm-hmm. your Veloster. And we got a little Hyundai so you car. A little side by side. Yeah, yeah, and it's like an eight thousand dollar car plus textile license. You know, you're you're probably close to ten. You know, ninety five hundred, ninety eight hundred bucks. And so I do all this research on his razor. 
And I find that it's probably worth six grand. Okay, so, pause. Mind you, Clint has been telling me for the last three or four months, we should start buying razors. Yeah. Let's yeah. buy some razors. Let's we'll buy them and, and see no, if we I can just, sell them. And then, I, just, oh, I just wanted to get one. Anyone that knows Clint, if he gets excited about something, he sees a shiny object, that shiny object's going to be in his pocket. Pause. Continue. Also, the, my uh, any vehicle that $6, I buy $6, that okay, I really okay, love, okay, $6,000. sell fast. Pause so I don't, don't remember. Anyway, every time, no. every time you touch that mic, it's going to be like, okay. Beep, sorry, beep, pops, sorry. Well, you guys were coming at me. And okay, six thousand dollars. So yeah, so we're we're like twenty five hundred dollars off or whatever. Once I worked that out, mm. and he's like, um, I'm a single dad. I can't, you know, come up with the cash. And I'm like, well, I'll work with you a little bit. Like I could prime you a little bit on price. And he goes, what about a different trade? And I'm like, I'm listening. another trade. another trade. yeah, like another trade. And I'm like, I'm listening. He's like, I've got a ninety two Jeep. And I'm like, okay, how many miles? 200 something thousand miles. Sends me some pictures. It's rough. Like this thing's worth 300 bucks. How did you describe it earlier before we started? Uh, it looks like it drove up Lion's Back at Moab and then rolled down Lion's Back and then they drove it up again and did it one more time. <laughs> I mean, it was rough. So there's like body damage. Yeah, the body the body was horrible and he's like, it runs, it drives, four-wheel drive works. And when he, okay, so back. Clint just told you it's <laughs> worth $300. So because Clint saw the shiny object of a razor, he says it's worth how much? $1,000. Oh, now this is also, <laughs> this is the season of giving guys. Oh no, okay? no, is, no, 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 I, I, no, I, I say we no. share the love. Okay. Clint will come up with the most ridiculous ways to cover his decision, poor decision making. And it's the most ridiculous thing on You earth. said the other day that you rarely disagree with me and I don't have poor decisions. This was one of them I disagree with you. I just had to epiphany. You can't drop that bomb on the podcast. I didn't even know about that. I feel like I'm the therapist and like I get to watch the two of you belittle each other and, and backhand it, compliment each other. Yeah, but every if time you're one I, of those therapists that just says like one word and then we just bicker for 20 yeah, minutes, then yeah. yes. Yeah, because we ask your opinion and you're just like, because you won't I'll take it, you won't yeah, take it. will stay yeah. out of it. I'm not going to choose. Okay, so anyway, so yes, I'm different than James in that way. I was like single dad, four kids, whatever. I can find a way to make this work and and make the the razor make sense to sell it, and we'll make up the money on that with the Jeep, giving him more money, whatever. I'm just trying to sell the Veloster that he traded in. That's not a turbo. It's the worst Veloster you could possibly buy. And that's why the kid that bought Veloster. it traded it in a month later Pause. because if, if you're looking is, for a Veloster, it's a super nice one. You really enjoy it. It has 50 horsepower. Anyway, so. <laughs> So Downhill. I'm like, all right, all right. So there's 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 a little money there, but we're still we're still off. And he's like, how about another one? Dude, uh, you should read what he uh, says. I I don't Did I don't know if I I don't know if I have it. Because um, how he says it, it did throw us off. No, so, no. So you explain to Clint what you and I have. Well, so what he exactly. says is he goes, I have a Second Amendment trade as well. If you're interested in that kind of thing, and hey, I'm one of those guys. You always got to play that like. Right, right. Like so, when I was kind of like, huh? Yeah, no. Clint's not the sharp. No, can't say that. Whoa, whoa, that. No, I'm mm. not saying sharp's tool. That's not what I said. What I said was sometimes. Yeah, remember, you're not, not allowed to pick on me in the podcast, you punk. <laughs> All right, so let's see. Um, okay, or I have a Second Amendment item if that's something you might be interested in. If you're not interested in the Jeep, haha. And I, I'm so I'm just like, what's the condition of Jeep? What is it? Miles, a shirt without stuff. sleeves. Yeah, and and uh, <laughs> and so he tells me about the Jeep, and then he says. Hola. He says, I was referring to a rifle I have, a really nice 300 Winchester mag, and an M77. So, also, I thought that they sound like two guns, right? And I'm like, okay, all right. Pause. Explain the gun thing. I, I don't know. Okay. So, so, yeah. So, when you were reading this out loud, because I had a hissy fit with an upset customer and deleted all ability to be contacted. Yeah. So, now I don't know when customers call in or yeah. text in. Swanee's no longer on the Google Voice number. No. Yeah. I wish he was, but... So when you were explaining to me, I was 
I was I was confused because well, Clint says there's two guns. Like two guns. Yeah, an M77. But, he, but so he's got a 300 Win Mag, and I was like, yeah, but what brand is that? And then you were saying the second gun's a, a Ruger M77. Yeah, and I looked and that like, up on Google. Yeah, it's like I've get, Swanee knows a ton about I've guns, so he confused me. Both items, like right. You're basically saying one one. Here's a make of a Toyota, and then we also have a model of this. Right. Yeah, yeah I've right. got exactly, exactly. Well, so the text was confusing. So I look up M77 and I find a gun. So I'm thinking it's two guns. Anyway, and I'm thinking it's a 300 mag Winchester brand. That's the, that was my thinking. But Swanee obviously sees it, you know, from a bigger right. picture. So right. anyway, so like, all right. I'm like, well, I mean, I guess I'd be willing to do something like that. Um, you know, I don't know how that goes legally. I don't know. You know what I mean? I don't know how that you wor- buy, works out. You'd buy him the gun and the, the money would be cashed down. Yeah. Well, yeah, all right. It's not illegal so, to buy a gun. So he's like, I don't have any cash whatsoever, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I'm good. Bring it down. If everything works, you can take the car home. Um, Did you say we test drive all trade-ins, including your... So so Clint basically, Clint, Clint basically tells the guy, <laughs> no, you bring no. both vehicles and the gun, and we'll swap yeah. straight across. Well, and another funny thing he said was, I was like, I was like... Uh, I can work it out, but what's you know what's the deal with the gun? Because you're asking me, I'm trying yeah. to get more information. He goes, he goes, and I quote, oh, yeah, yeah, "It's is- an elk killing. <laughs> I've shot like six elk with it. <laughs> I haven't actually have a, a cow elk tag this weekend, so I'm gonna have to borrow one of my buddy's guns." <laughs> all right, all right. So we're getting a little bit drifting. So anyway, so anyway, why, why do we classify this one as the good text? Because. The dude was super friendly. Like he was super easy to work with, and we were kind of joking through the whole conversation but about. He, but he was also the, willing the to come trades. up with a solution that yeah, was and, and, outside and the box. Yeah, and he was you know? willing. He was. He wasn't like was give me all the money for my razor. Mm-hmm. Be, you know, it retails for sixty five hundred bucks, and I want you to give me eight. He wasn't unreasonable, mm-hmm. and so he's at, he's adding stuff to the pot because he needs transportation. Well, mind and I think you, the non turbo killed it, but still. Well, mind you, we're twenty five hundred dollars away. So Clint says I'll give him a thousand dollars for. The trade, Jeep, and, and then, then I'll give you five hundred for each no, of your guns. No, I was discounting. And then I'll discount the car five hundred. And then when he found out there's only one gun, he's like, "Oh no, no, we'll just we'll just do one gun for five hundred, discount the car a thousand. But I want to buy the gun, and I'm only going to buy the gun for three fifty. So can I punch? Can the- I punch James in the face on the podcast? <laughs> Is that okay? No. See, it's like the it's like the customer saying, J- because just because you paid too much for that crappy Veloster doesn't doesn't mean that's my problem. Right? right, he didn't want me to discount the car because we're in it a more than we want to be in it. But if we were in that thing four grand and we had a bunch of profit, he'd be like, "Yeah, dude, make it work. Let's get it done." So I mean, he overpaid for it. It was being honest about that. But don't badmouth me. I'll come mm. at you, bro. Jab's I will taken. come at you anyway. Right, let's get to the so yeah, so that so he's just a good dude, and and we enjoyed the interaction. That's that's really what it came down to. Let's All right, bad text time, James. The fire from bad the text. Previous- well, dude, uh, you come at me. What do you want from me? If everyone remembers the the bad text about the guy that wanted... Can you stop touching the mic? Uh, he was mad that we... So he said, what's your best deal? That should be easy. You just traded it in. I said, we do $1,000 off. And he's like, I have a hard time believing that you gave him basically two grand more than that. And you're, you're splitting that $1,000 with... Or that $2,000 right. with me. Like, he was all mad that we wouldn't just give him what we get, took in on trade. Like yeah. he was just being ridiculous. Yeah. Well, okay. and over text is even worse. They even sound more I aggressive. I wish Apple would sell me their iPhones at what they buy them for from China. Seriously. Where did that right. come from? No, he's, well, he's saying like, it doesn't matter what we bought it for. It's, oh, it's worth. right. Okay. Yeah. yeah I got um, okay. Well, so, so some of the funny things we use a Google voice number and because it's Google and Google's Google, they, they keep every text message. They don't delete text messages. We're on your phone, your Apple phone. I think the default setting is 30, 30 days, days yeah. and you can extend it to like 60 days, but it eats up so much memory that 
the average person doesn't save their right. their text messages. Yeah. But because ours is Google and it's cloud-based, they just can't save it forever. Yeah. So same customer texts in. Uh, so that was back on July 31st. So it pulls up your previous conversation. So yeah, so yeah. it's just, it just, yeah, so we just scroll up a little bit and we're like, oh, that guy. <laughs> but he has no idea that he's texting us. Right. Right. He has no idea, but we know that it's the same guy that's being, that was totally unrealistic. He probably texted so many, he doesn't know who's who. Well, it was four months ago, so he maybe, didn't have anything yeah. saved. Maybe he doesn't remember. Maybe he doesn't even think you're independent or uh, a dealer. Okay. Maybe he does. I don't know. So long story short, the, here's the ridiculous part. So he likes one of our cars. He wants to trade in a Maxima. He goes, I have a 2008, oh, an Altima. So uh, Maxima and Altima are pretty similar sedans, but. It's like uh, what, an Accord and a Civic? No, it's more, it's like, no, it's, it's an Avalon it, versus it's Cor- uh, it's a Cor- Corian. Yeah. That's what it is. Avalon mm-hmm. versus Camry. So yeah. it's the same, yeah, it's, it's a, not it's the small Civic, up. but it's the yeah. same bigger sedan. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I, have a, I have a 2008 Altima with 160,000 miles. I said, okay, blah, 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 we take in trades. I said, well, how much are you, uh, I don't want to offend you, but how much are you trying to get for it? He says, ha ha, I totally understand. I would like close to $6,000 as that's what it, I, that's what my payoff is. Um, but I know they're selling closer to 2,500 and four grand. So he and, knows market value. Yeah. And honestly, it's but, like a seven out of 10, but that's what he wants. He wants. So he's been off. talking to okay. some, uh, some, uh, LHMs and some big dealers. What, and whatever. Like, we'll give you 12 grand for yeah. your car. Come on in. So I text him. I have an Oh six Maxima. Which, so his is an Altima, but mine's a little bit nicer. Same mileage. I text him over the link. I said, this one's on my lot. I'm selling it for $2,500. he says, I assumed, ha ha, this is definitely nicer than mine overall. And I make sense. I see where you're coming from. I'll, I'll try to post mine and sell mine online. Like, the crazy thing about people are, they'll know what the answer is. They're selling for 25 to four grand. I want six. I know, I know that seems, that's, that's off. Like, I don't understand how people think that we can just be like, yeah, I'll give yeah, you six. Yeah, how do we, yeah. How do we even like, okay, but mine that's that. 20 grand. I need you to buy it for 25 grand though. That's how we're going to make this work. And with new cars, there is a little bit of that kind of hokey pokey. We'll, we'll, you know, Increase we, this price. Yeah. we've talked about, you know, yeah. two plus two is four. If I say, Hey, one plus three is four. I can still make the four make sense on my end. But that three made you feel like you got a the rock star, or yeah. the one gave you the greatest deal. In the gave world you a whole bunch of money on your trade and then sold your vehicle for retail. Or whatever. And I tell people all the time, you got to match apples to apples. Oh, My yeah. truck is way cheaper than that other truck, but they're going to give you more trade. Do you see how right. that, like it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. So why don't we, why don't we work, you know, and, and a lot of times we'll make it make sense that way. But yeah. apples to apples is like this, the most common phrase out there, but a lot of folks don't. Don't make that connection. All they know is I need this much out of my trade and they right. get so laser focused on that that that's their, that's their focus to get it to do a deal. So, so, I mean, if they start asking enough people saying, hey, I need six grand for my car. I need six grand for my car. Somebody's going to offer it. Someone will say, I'll give you six grand for my car. Here's the truck you can buy. And they're, yeah. because they cared so much about the six. Overselling that truck. Right, they, they yeah. overpay. And so yeah. uh, we will have people that come in and say, hey, someone offered me four grand for my trade and you only offered me 2,500. Well, how much is the vehicle you were looking at? Well, it was two grand more than, than this one. Yeah, we have to start. We have to start digging in, and you have to be brave with that and dig in and ask them questions. Even go on the website and look it up because they they may not know or understand what's happening and why they're getting that. Sure, very good. So yeah, fun text messages. Let's get. To do you think our Do you think our listeners like me and Clint just bickering for yeah. for fifteen? Yeah, minutes? because all the podcasts I listen I've, to, I basically only said one mean thing to him. And he I said mean, like, like I have me, no so. personality. So when it's just you and I, when it's, when it's just you and I, it's like, 
I'll so put your like, car info. I've got so my only, bullet points over here. I'm going to read them all. The only people to listen like, in the market okay. for the next two okay. weeks. <laughs> here's, some, here's something that you also have to understand about Clint. And it's one of his greatest qualities slash worst qualities. And weaknesses. He, okay, if, if you've seen, uh, oh, what's the movie? It's, is it, I think it's an old school where uh, Will Ferrell blacks out when he gives the answer on the stage, the political answer. Yeah. Right? That's yeah. Cool, yeah, right? he blacks out and okay, he so, says this awesome right, so thing. And, it's and not then Adam Sandler's thing like, where they're like, no, I award no, no, yeah. you no points. No, no, no. But you, no, see, no, no. you yeah. see him like come to and he's like, I don't know what happened. Yeah, it, it's Will Ferrell. He gets up there and he gives yeah. like the most incredible political answer about something. Uh, anyways, it, it's, it's a stupid movie. But anyways, so he does that and then he, like, like, he blacks out. He's like, what just happened? I don't know what I said. Clint literally is like that. Yeah. Okay, he'll talk to a customer and he'll just be like spitting all this knowledge and dropping bombs and just doing incredible. And... If I'm not there, he'll call me up. And be like, "Man, I just sold this car." I'm like, "Well, tell me what happened." He's like, "I don't remember what happened." I'm like, well, what did you say? I, I, I don't know. If I asked him right now what he talked about the podcast, he'd be like, "Oh, I don't know." Oh yeah, words. Yeah, yeah. whatever comes to mind. So Swan's over here. He has his paper with his bullet points and his topics, and he's trying to keep us on track. Clint will literally just say whatever comes into his mind. Oh yeah. And most of the time, it's a really good thing. Some of the time, super random. Lots of, lots of randomness over here. I don't here. know. I think you were still around, but. Uh, we were having what did they used to call this. We were having our end of month meeting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Re- recap, yeah. Yeah. DMR. So, yeah, ex- that's what it was. Yeah. So they're going over everything, and and um, <laughs> the guy running the show, he he asked me some questions, and I gave some answers, and he's like, "What did he say?" He goes, "He goes, I think you are the most unenthusiastic person I've ever met in the car industry." <laughs> and I was like. He said my, that to you. My bad. I think. <laughs> I think I remember I that. I, I, I yeah, I there. think I was there. Yeah. So when he's like, okay. Yeah. yeah like I don't even care. That's kind of true. It's kind of true. All right, let's get to the main topic of. Whoa, we're gonna do the main topic. Yeah. What did you want to talk about? Holy cow! No. Oh no. Go. 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 You're good. So setting up our set list, I said, "What are we gonna talk about?" And you threw out Uber. Oh. So, so the, fl- the the floor is yours. So. I'm, Okay, so my dad, he is, how old is he, 67, he's almost 68. So he's retired, and he's like the ultimate handyman. Like, he, he's redid his entire, my brother's basement where they're living. I mean, they demoed walls, built brand, I mean, he does everything. Does he, um, does he know that you can take a piece of PVC, wrap it tight with an air compressor? <laughs> All right, he doesn't know about that, but I'll make right. sure that he knows about it. It's but he's thing. like... He really, truly is. Like, he's redone my like four kitchens. He's just incredibly. Talented. He does everything, and I mean, stuff, yeah. he's unbelievable. And the thing is, I, I've never been able to use him because when we finish my basement, hopefully I'll get to use him. Hopefully he's not too old and he can still get. Stuff Side done. note: Anyways. I asked James. He's telling me about his dad and how you know incredibly is, and he's a great handyman. And I'm finished my basement right now, so I'm like, is there anything that I mean? There's a couple things that my brother can't do, so could he do those things? And James is like, ah, uh, yeah, but he's. He's like thirty bucks an hour, and he just you know, he's just gonna work in in. And I'm like, mm-hmm. so is that like a better deal? And he's like, I don't know. He's like, almost like, no, you're not using my dad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't ask. <laughs> uh, and it wasn't like that, but it was more of so. What, basically, what he's done is he basically through just referrals. He's like, if you need help on anything, yeah. I'm thirty bucks an hour. I'll come do whatever you want. If you want to work with me, if you want me, whatever it is, I don't like. I'll help you. And so he he was doing this. He was redoing a bathroom and. 
But then he's like, I don't work on these days. And so then they called him like, hey, we're going to change this. He's like, you can do whatever you want. You can put a new drywall. You you can work on it. You can change it. You can do whatever you want. I don't. It's, it's, it's not, not my like project. He's being subcontracted. No, out. no, no. He's like, I'll show up and you, you put me to work. I'll work as much as you want me to work. Mm. And I actually think it's a really clever way of getting stuff done because I do think there's smaller projects that people want help with, or there's some difficult things they need like make sure I'm doing it right. But I'll do, I want you know. Yeah, just a few hours. It's, so it's, it's pretty not cool. that expensive so, for a few hours. And, and so he, and he's pretty like. He's booked out this week, and so I mean, it's pretty, it's cool. But anyways, he he also wants to. He's like, I want to do Uber too. Yeah, I, I, it's just been itching. I want to do it. So he started. He just I'm familiar started, with Uber. He just started Uber because you so, always send me on errands. To, it's funny. We we send Swanee on an errand to go drop something off. Like get Uber back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Can you go two and a half hours up to Logan and then just Uber? That's the worst one we've done. We had yeah. oh, that was bad. That was a James. Was decision. That was a James. I'm a decision. podcast guy. I just plug in and. Yep. As long as the Uber driver doesn't want to talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> and, that, and his dad's completely opposite. He, he's probably pretty conversational, I'd imagine. I think so. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Him, but, uh, that's a good question. I don't know well, yeah, finish the story. Cause but anyway, he, so, he's yeah. like, so he, he's like, I want to do Uber. And so he's been doing Uber. So, when he, so recently, about a year ago, I bought them each. I found them cars. Right. So we talked he, about that. So he has a truck. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's a rusty work truck. It's, I mean, it's, it's low miles, but it's, it's a work truck. You can't drive Uber in it. And then my mom has a, an Equinox. It's, in, it's a newer yeah, it's Equinox, a nice, nice Equinox. Yeah. And he's been driving Uber in that. And so he was, he's been doing it for a month or two, and he's, and he's asking me, and he's, you know, and he's, he's probably making, he, so he told me he makes about 20 bucks an hour. Take out gas, it's about 18 bucks an hour. And now I've heard a little bit higher than that, and he kind of, dude, he See, just. I, I thought it was kind of up there, and then someone told me that they were kind of, once, I think it was, I, I don't know. There, there is the, there is a supply and demand algorithm that's well, part of Uber. I also oh, okay. heard that um, I heard, and this is totally. What, what's the word? This is not legal advice, mm-hmm. or whatever. <laughs> um, I think I had a friend that was doing, it and he said like at the end of the year, how he was paid out. I think he was an independent contractor and taxes, and ended up taking more than he had hoped. But that's all. Oh, okay. Mm. Um, so so anyway, so he's getting paid about twenty bucks an hour, and he. Okay, my dad's one of those people. He goes to bed at like eight thirty. And, and wakes, wakes up, up at three, at two or three. Yeah, mm-hmm. he went and drove Uber from two in the morning to like eight in the morning Don't the other day. Don't give away his honey hole. I'm gonna bleep that out. And then from blank to blank. And then he comes. And then he comes in at like six o'clock. And he's, and he's still all bright eyed and bushy tailed. I woke up at four this morning. I look like crap. I'm exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I mean, so he's been driving Uber. and He's making good money. He's and he enjoys doing it. Something super easy. You can do it when you want. Super flexible. Everything. All you know. All the things that why people love Uber. Um, but one of the things that he's that I, I was talking to him yesterday about that. And I was like, you're not taking in consideration the depreciation of your vehicle and the increased maintenance you're going to have to do on your vehicle. Mm-hmm. You're going to need tires sooner. You're going to need brakes sooner. You're going to need to do oil changes sooner. And so when you're calculating your 20 bucks an hour and might take out gas, you're 18 bucks an hour. You're not at $18 an hour. And if you're looking at it that way, you're going to get nipped in the butt in a year or two. Right. Because the fact of the matter is, you're putting miles on your vehicle, and it's the number one way a car is depreciated. Yep. Resale value, biggest, yeah, biggest factor in depreciation. And so well. then, so then he's like, "Well, what should I do? Should I get a new car? Well, could you? What can, what can I trade? Can I trade this yeah, Equinox you know, in? You know what doesn't need an oil change? A Tesla. Oh boy, uh-huh. a so, Leaf. No. Oh, so he, so he says, you know what can't get miles? <laughs> oh, got to charge. So he's like, "Well, should I trade the Equinox in?" And I said, "Okay." As much as I'm a car salesman, you're still my dad. So let me give you some financial advice before yeah. I give you car salesman advice. Uh, I said, do this for six months. Make sure it's something you want to say, you know what? I'm going to do this long enough that I want to invest in a car that's going to be better fuel economy, less depreciation, 
all those things, okay? If that's what you want to do in six months from now, great. Second of all, you want a sedan. And because we're going into winter and you're old, keep your Equinox. That's all we'll drive. Get through the winter. And after the winter, if you're all the way through the winter and you're saying, you know what? I really like this. I want to continue doing this. Then we can look at getting you a sedan, okay? But let's find you a base model sedan like a Honda LX or something that's it super gets like cheap. Something 30 that's, plus something miles that's, per gallon. Yeah, something that's really good and reliable but lower in right. market value. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like a TDI. Oh, TDI would be awesome, but yeah. the only problem is Volkswagen maintenance is a little expensive. Yeah. But regardless, we can find something less expensive that you can be happy, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. They said, the other thing you need to think about is why don't you make an extra payment every month on your car? Because no matter how you look at it, you are depreciating your vehicle. So right. why don't you throw an extra 300 bucks at it? So over six months, you've paid it down $1,800 and that will match depreciation. the depreciation, yeah. the additional depreciation right. you're putting on that. Because we've talked a lot about if right. your payments aren't you know, if they're not matching your depreciation, you're going to be upside down. Because I don't want you to go put on 40,000 miles in the next two years, additional 40,000 miles. Right. And now your car's worth nine grand, but you owe 16 grand on it and you're annoyed with me. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, well, on the average loan is like 72 months is the most common oh, thing yeah. we do. And we do a lot of 84 too. And that's, uh, that's at the customer's discretion. That's their decision because they want the lower payment. And this is the, this is the first time in my life that my wife and I, did a short term on the car that we bought because we finally get it that we just, we want to pay the stupid thing off. Cause I have an Acadia. Oh man, that thing hits hundred thousand miles. It loses 50% of its value. So let me give you a good example of what we, so I did with my Odyssey. So we went and paid off. We, we financed an additional six grand on my Odyssey to pay off a credit card and the credit card payment, I think was like 150, 200 bucks, something like that. Um, so we financed like 31 grand on an Odyssey that's worth $24,000. So what we did is we did a 60, like kind of what Clint says, we did a 60 month term and our payment's like 600 bucks. Yeah, it's painful. <laughs> but in a year from now, we'll have paid off, let's call it seven grand. Now we owe 24,000 and that car's worth 20 grand. And then we're going to pay off another seven grand the next year and we'll owe 16 grand. And, and it's an odyssey. Worth, so the depreciation. Yeah, so the, so eventually yeah. we're going to catch up. Yeah. So whenever you're buying a car, no matter what you're doing, if you're buying it, if you're going to 84 month term, you better be buying a brand new car or something that will last that long. I mean, if you're, if you're going to go buy, let's call it a Suburban with 100,000 miles, that's 30 grand, which we have four of them sitting out here, and you go an 84-month term, that's a long... You're going a deep part of like, that Suburban's Think life. about, will your yeah. Suburban last that long? Well, and that's the thing. That, yeah. like, we, that's our opinion, and we, we, don't, we don't love that idea, but we're all, we all have that freedom of choice, right? So the customer can say, I want to get, I want this payment. I want this term. And I'm not going to be a financial advisor and be like, hold on. Why don't we do a 48 month term? Your payment's 856. Can you do that? And they're just like, I'm going to leave now. You know, just, so even though it's not like the best idea, um, a lot of folks do it and, and I'm not going to stop them if they want to do that. Right. Well, and I, so. and I don't think it's a bad idea. I think it's, it's just is what it is. You just need Depending to be aware. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll tell them sometimes, you know, pay extra payments, do whatever. Right. You know, it's because like my dad. you are going to lose the appreciation. Yeah. I mean, I told my dad, it's like, just be aware of what's happening. Right. You are depreciating your car faster than, way faster than your monthly payment. Twice as fast. Right. So you need, you can't just be thinking your $18 an hour after gas is what you're making. It's not. And so, you know, I think, you know, he, and he understood that. And so I think in the, in the spring, we'll, you know, if he's still doing it, we'll find a little car, but. So well, that's, that's a little knowledge on Uber and considering more. If you're, than if just you're doing the, Uber, you're thinking about doing Uber, be mindful of that because yeah. it, it's going to happen. Or even if you're not doing Uber, if you're just buying a car, like to, mind you, you know, what's going to happen with your depreciating your vehicle. So right. yeah, maybe you have a 50, 60 mile commute. 
commute one way, you know what I mean? Yep. That's going to be a lot more than your average 20-mile commute. Yep. And we okay. did have a person that put 25,000 miles on, or 50,000 miles on their car. In what, what kind of period was two that? Two years. In two years. And so, so James is like, wow, that, that's a lot of miles. And the gal looks at him and goes, really? Oh, I, I think, thought it was, I think it was that much. standard's what, 12,000? Yeah. Uh, 15,000 is the average. 12 to 15. Yeah. But yeah, it was 25,000. And she, yeah. she didn't think anything of it. She's no, like, she oh, thought, she, I thought I was doing that's, good that's with not, miles. That's not a lot, right? And we're like, oh, that's a lot. You know, so she, yeah. just everybody's got their own outlook on wow. that. Yeah. yeah. Things are different depending on where you live too. You know, East coast is more compact. It seems like. Oh yeah. Coast. She lives in a small town about, you know, 70 miles South of here. So, I mean, it's if like she ever wants gotta to go, yeah, grocery come store in, runs and everything, you know, go to Costco, whatever you do. Yeah. Cool. Well, thanks as always for tuning in. Uh, we hope you had a good Thanksgiving. And if you're in Utah, we didn't even get to this point, but. I mean, the first snowstorm we had, we had like over 580 wrecks yeah. on Utah roads. Everybody lost their mind. We blame it on the California transplants that moved here. Oh, oh also, some, those, some, yeah. some dude got 30,000 signatures to get the reflective lines drawn on the road. I just, I just read that this morning. The bumps or the lines? No, they can't uh, be bumps. It's like, a, it's like some new thing, some new technology. It costs like three times as much as putting paint on the road, but... So many people complain about not being able to see. And I agree. Like, we get on the freeway, you can't see the lines. You're just, like, going with traffic. Anyway, you got 30,000 signatures, and apparently UDOT's working on uh, implementing it. So I guess the point I want to make is uh, holiday season's here. The weather's coming in. Drive safe. Be safe. Be safe out there. Come get a new car from us so you're safe. Everyone's traveling for holidays. If you wreck your car and you're you're okay, of course, that's what we want you to to be. But come buy a car from us after. We'll wait for the insurance check. Gap insurance. All right, put it down. That'd be a good one. All right. Don't forget. Thanks again, and uh, we'll catch you next week. Thanks, Thanks, guys. Hey, guys. Swanee here. The three of us at Revolutionary Auto just want to say thank you for listening to our podcast. If you enjoyed today's discussion, leave us a rating and a review. Also, be sure to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. We really love when you guys reach out to us, whether it's questions about the car industry, sharing your own stories, or just offering words of encouragement. So to chat with us, jump onto Facebook Messenger, drop us a line. It really keeps us going throughout the week.